Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today we are going over 1 Peter 3 verses 14 to 16. But even if you should suffer for righteousness sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled. But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, so that, when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. Always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. I feel like this verse gets so abused in the name of apologetics. The concept of being prepared, equipped, and ready to prove all who would question your faith that you are right and in the right, making a point that they are in the wrong, is the energy I feel behind most people who quote this passage frequently. Reading this passage in context, however, and all the way to the end, paints a much different picture. Suffering for doing good is the context, because you're choosing to honor Jesus and live his way, regardless of worldly influences and pressures. The central theme here is hope. Hope motivates us to persevere in wrongful suffering by hoping in God. So when someone asks me how I can be so hopeful and press on through such difficulty, I'm supposed to give them a good reason. It's partially a call to me to even understand why, how, and what I'm believing in to begin with. When someone comes up to me and says, why are you doing this and suffering for these things, I should be able to tell them why. Do I even know why I'm doing this? Because if I don't, and if it's not tied to Jesus as the person motivating me, then why am I suffering needlessly? In other words, if I'm only motivated by action, achievement, and earning my place in God's kingdom, then I'm in it for all the wrong reasons. I must be rooted and grounded in relationship with Jesus personally if I'm to truly have hope and give a defense for that hope. I think many people also conveniently glance past the caveat to this whole passage. I'm supposed to do it with gentleness, respect, and in good conscience. I have often grimaced, especially in a world of social media defenses, where these quote-unquote discussions are held in an online format when Christians go on about their defense of faith and absolutely demean and destroy the poor recipients of their holy wrath. It's not done in love whatsoever. It's not communicated honorably or respectfully or in a timely fashion. It's often not even done in response to someone's inquiry of them, but volunteered as to start an argument or disagree with someone else. I feel like most of us push our agendas on unsuspecting people who aren't asking for it, when really, this is meant for when your good conduct under pressure catches someone's attention and they ask you why you're doing that. The goal isn't to force a truth, but to live truth until you're asked why you're living it. Gentleness and respect are essential to the defense of our hope. How a message is delivered is everything. A respect for the person asking, a gentleness and simplicity in explanation, a good conscience about how and why it's communicated, all matter to God. I dare say Jesus probably cares more about how I deliver a message than what I'm saying. The heart always counts with him. And I just want to challenge all of us to think about when we're in these moments where we feel like we need to defend ourselves or defend the Lord, I just want to remind you, like, God doesn't need us to defend him, but he does position us strategically to use us in situations and be his heart, 
his hands and his feet to people, but I think we get it backwards when we try to force our agenda onto them by inserting what we think God's voice is for them instead of like living our lives with such character and in such a way that they're coming to us. And that's another question. Like if people aren't coming to you, if they're not asking you why you live the way you do or why you're so joyful or peaceful or whatever, maybe we need to look at our own lives and see what we're lacking because we don't have people coming and asking us. Anyways, just some food for thought. I hope today's message was a blessing to you guys. Have a great one.